This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That Obviously, been born in the northeast. Who were your footballing heroes growing up? Um, go, I'm going to watch Newcastle all of my childhood, really, to be honest. Um, guys like you know, Peter Bainsley, um, Mickey Quinn, then it developed into players like Andy Cole um, and Alan Shearer being a, the main idol for me when I was younger. And in terms of your sort of upbringing in football, you talked there about obviously going to watch Newcastle. How did you end up moving to Queen of the South and having a real taste of Scottish football for the first time? Um, I was playing in, a, in the, the semi-professional league down in Newcastle, um, maybe about three or four divisions below the conference, um, the Northern League, and the manager of a team that I was playing against in that league, uh, John Connolly, he was manager of Ashington, I believe, he got the Queen of the South manager's job. Um, I had played against his Ashington team that season, done particularly well, um, and it was basically he just got in touch, asked me if I was interested, and then yeah, snapped his hand off to go and try and go professional. And in terms of Queen of the South, what are your memories there? Because there was certainly a lot of interest in you during your time at the club. Um, the memory I got there, didn't know what to expect. Um, there was a lot of Geordies travelled up from Newcastle together. Um, they signed, I think there was maybe a turnover of 20-odd players over the course of the first season. Not all lasted, uh, like myself and a couple of others, but um, that helped me settle in and... Had a great start, pre-season was really good, felt fit, um, and it kind of took me to that next level that I was looking for um, as a player. Um, had a really good season, I think I scored 20 goals as a, as a young lad, um, developed a bit of interest and stuff. There was, there was no real concrete kind of bids, but there was, there was some big money getting talked about at the time. I remember it quite well. A lot of scouts coming to majority of the games, um, but nothing ever materialised, to be honest. So it was kind of just head down and, and keep working hard. You, you win this the, the second division uh, during your time with Queen of the South. What was it like to get that first piece of silverware in your career? Oh, that, that was a moment I'll never forget. Um, you know, winning something you're striving for as a as a child to, to you know, you, you win games and you win competitions and stuff like that but to actually win a championship over the course of a season was massive uh, remember the last game uh, well wasn't the last game actually it was uh, I think it was the third game from the end of the season we needed a win to, to secure the title we're up at 4-4 scored a couple of goals we were 3-1 up with about 10 minutes to go and you just realise that's you you've done it and tears in your eyes and stuff like that as a youngster and oh, it was amazing absolutely amazing times and the interest, as you say, um, is in in for you. Partick Thistle are interested, but it's Morton that you end up joining in the end. What was your initial thoughts when, when you moved to Greenock? Um, it was basically when, when 
I went to see the John Connolly, the manager at Queen of the South, and said I wanted to go full time and play full time. Um, we were only part time down there, and I was training myself during the week. So there, there was two concrete bids from Partick and Morton, um, and I believe Morton paid the, the extra. I think it was an extra ten thousand um, pounds. So it was just a case of get in a car, get to Greenock, go and see Mr Ray and, and everybody at Morton, John McCormack, who was the manager. Um, just get up there and see what it was all about. Um, I don't think it was a, it wasn't any big decisions regarding financial agreements or anything. You know, it was pretty done pretty easily. I was adamant I wanted full-time football, and, and thankfully they were good enough to give me it. In terms of the club, you, you mentioned the late Doug, Douglas Ray there. What was he like during your time at Morton? Because he, he's a legend who, who did save the club. Listen, I'll be honest. He was like at times he was like a father figure. I never had my parents uh, living with with me at the time and throughout all my period up in Greenock, um, and and kind of needed that little bit of guidance at times. Um, you know, and, and not just guidance. Sometimes a slap on the wrist also. Uh, and then he, he was. We got on really, really well. I, I always had a a really good relationship with him from the start. Um, it was a working relationship. He knew what I was about and what made me tick, um, and, and kind of vice versa. I knew what he wanted from me, and I was happy to deliver for him. And not just uh, Douglas as well. Crawford played a part in that. You know, being good friends with Crawford as well over the years. I have to, of course, ask you about the the second division winning campaign with Morton. You were the club's top scorer. I remember being at Capelo the day you scored four goals in the nine one win against Forfa. <laughs> You scored many goals from yeah. right back and many goals when you played up front as well. How were you able to adapt to both positions, particularly during that season? I think, I, I've said this previously, I, I think a lot of it comes down to I just had the ball wherever I went. When I was a kid, it was just kind of, I wanted to know football. I wanted, if I didn't know a trick or I didn't know a position or, you know, I wanted to know about it from a young age um, to try and find my feet. I watched a lot of football also. Um, call it a student of the game, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was I was literally, football was my life. Um, and I dedicated myself to it no, every minute of every day. So I think um, knowing the positions and getting to know these positions, it wasn't really, I didn't find it difficult at all. Um, I, th I always think I was a player without being big-headed. I, I had good awareness on the pitch. Um, you know, and I, I could kind of just, I could have played in goal. If you wanted me to, I could have played straight. I think I played every position, to be honest, for Morton, other than goalkeeper. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't mind the chopping and changing. My ultimate goal was to put the jersey on and go and play every week. And, and thankfully enough, I was lucky to do that more times than not. In terms of Jim McAnally, what was he like for you in that group as a manager? Because, as I say, that second division campaign was, was certainly special. When the likes of yourself and, and younger players like Paul McGowan, who comes in on loan. Yeah, I mean, Jim. Jim was absolutely brilliant. Jim Martin Clark, and, and uh, I don't know if you know. Remember the guy called Pat? Um, old Pat, John Tierney, the physio as well. They came as a package, and um, they kind of. I was at a stage where there, there was maybe chance of me going elsewhere and stuff like that. And I remember speaking to to Douglas Ray about it, and he told me about Jim coming in and what to expect. Um, and I was a little bit sceptical I didn't, you know, I think he was at Celtic use at that moment in time um, and when he came in we got on like a house on fire 
I think he realised I was delivering and, and kind of, you know, he needed to look after me, and which he, he did to his utmost best. I had a really, really good time with him. Um, again, not just him, with Martin Clark and Pat and, and John Tierney as well. In terms of the club, you're a modern day Morton legend. You get a testimonial by the club as well. Just quite simply, what does the club mean to you when when you look back? Um, to be honest, it was everything to you know. I'm not saying it was. It still is everything to me. It's you know, it's the first result I look out with my my Newcastle. It's the first result I look for of a weekend. Um, I, ha- I don't really get the opportunity to to go back to Capital much. But, um, you know, my daughter still lives in the town um, and, and, yeah, I've still got a lot of good friends um, who are Morton fans. So um, it was a massive part of my life, um, one that I enjoyed every minute of it. Was it all good at times? It was t- t- uh, difficult at times, but one that I'll, I'll never, ever forget and one that I, I'm, I'm actually quite proud of to, to spend the 10 years at one club. It doesn't really happen that often uh, nowadays in football anyway. You were able to achieve so much at the club and you were unlucky as with the club in terms of just missing out and getting back to the top flight. How frustrating was that given given how hard you'd worked for that over the 10 years? That was the one thing I wished we we could have got. Um, obviously getting the... The, just won the third division when I joined so there was the, that expectation was there and we never really got got over the line as far as the, the second division we eventually got that and the aim was to get back into the Premier League and I just wish um, we, I could have added that to my to my CV I mean um, we were close at times we ran teams close I always thought we always had a chance with the with the squads we had. It was just basically getting that consistency. We never we never really did that, and we never were able to cross the line and win that championship. But um, we, we always gave it a good effort. In terms of uh, Anne and Athletic, when you leave Morton, you've had two spells with Anne, and both spells, to be fair, were very prolific. What was it that took you to Annan? Because again, in terms of geography, you go from Dumfries to Greenock, and then Annan's an awful an awful long way away from Greenock as well. Um, well, I was working um, when I knew my contract was up with Morton. Um, I was doing a sports leaders course with Jim Chapman, who was the then manager of of Annan. Um, so there was I was doing a little bit of work with him, coaching wise. Uh, he he was on at me for months to go and come on, come along. I'll, I'll make it good for you financially. They were never going to compete with. Obviously, the the full time wages at Morton, but he he set up a package for me. Um, asked me to go down meet the the chairman down there, who I'm still friends with uh, to this day. Um, and it, it was also closer to my home in Newcastle. It was closer to my parents as well. Again, um, coming to the end of my career, I thought it was important to try and you know let them actually see a part of my my career. Um, and thankfully, they were they were able to do that. In terms of of yourself now, you've had experiences of coaching before at Shethwiston, but you're now um, coaching with Glasgow Wellington as well as still playing in your in your forties. Just what's that experience like for you at the moment? A very weird one to start. Um, it's uh, going back to play at forty one year old is is no mean feat. I have to say, after stopping for maybe four years or whatever it's been, um, it's been difficult. I tried to go back and train and, and just generally play to start. Um, and then I, I pulled my calf, which I thought was the problem at first, but it, it led to a, a slip disc. Um, and I was out for another further four months. 
So it was basically um, during that time with work, and I'm quite idle at work in the office work and stuff like that. So it's it was a case of me getting back involved, um, just getting a bit of movement and trying to lose a little bit of weight and, and, and try and help people if I can along the way. Um, worked alongside Curtis, who I know from, he, he was at Annan for a period, uh, training with us and stuff as well. So um, it's right on my doorstep, it's handy. Um, so yeah, I got in touch with Curtis. He was happy to have me along, um, and yeah, it's, it's been going great. It's good. It's great to help and try and give your experiences and help others. Um, uh, yeah, it can be really, really rewarding coaching. It can also be tough at times, trying to marry it with work and stuff like that. But um, it seems to be going okay just now. Last two questions for you: um, best players you played with in your career and your toughest opponents. Best player I played with um, Paul McGowan, um, Chris Miller, um, Andy McLaren. Um, let me just think. Toughest opponents. I always found um, going down to Queen of the South, Jim Thompson, Andy Aiken, they were always difficult going back down and playing against them. Um, they would kick you from pillar to post. Um, I found, oh, what's his name? Kyat Wilson, I can't remember his name. He played for Celtic. I played it. That was a bounce game anyway. Glenn Leuvens was tough for Celtic. Darren O'Day, tough competitor. Mark Campbell, United, tough competitor. Um, and even going back when I played with Queen of the South, people like Kenny Brannigan playing against him, you know, he kick everything above the grass. So he would. Um, <laughs> that, that's not an exaggeration either. Really, he would. Uh, he, Andy would tell you he was going to do it as well. Um, but uh, no, no, no. That they're, they're kind of the the main ones. And the, the last question I've got for you: We've talked there, obviously, ten years at Morton, the testimonial, what the club means to you. Would you love an opportunity in the future to get back to the club in some capacity, whether that that be coaching youngsters or coaching with the first team? To be to be honest, I think with the work and the job that I'm in just now, it probably wouldn't until wouldn't be feasible. Sorry for me to to go down that route. Um, as far as if I could help the club in any way, shape or form, then I wouldn't hesitate because I hold it close to my heart. Um, but as far as going back in a coaching capacity, uh, I, I don't think I would have the commitment or the or the time to to make that effort to go back. But again, if I could do something short term to to help a club out in any way, shape, or form, then then yeah, definitely. So we'll dive down to the ocean, and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave, and our shells will all be open. They'll be filled with song. They'll be filled with song. Dive down to the ocean, and we'll make her home in a deep sea cave, and her shell.